Hello and welcome back to Wake and Jake with myself and BBD in his Giants blue. No more Zach, thank God. Blah, blah. Uh, awesome NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, capitalized last night by a Giants victory. Talking Giants, they had a watch party in the city. A lot of fun. Uh, a lot of football people are crazy. Yeah, you know. It's just a different breed, right? It's it's a it's a whole thing. Live for Sundays, live for New Year's Eve. Um, that it got a pretty pretty wild last night. And for me personally, pseudo bachelor party this weekend. Uh, my original dream for the bachelor party, I was like, hey, you know, we're getting kind of old. Let's not drink all weekend. Uh, let's go somewhere warm, play some golf, relax. Stayed in New York City, not warm, uh, no golf. We did go to Five Iron, and we hit some balls, so in a way, that's golf. Um, just drank the whole time, hmm. uh, just the entirety, from Friday at 7 uh, through last night, because uh, I got, I don't want to say sucked into Talking Giants watch party. Wanted to go there, a uh, couple guys still hanging out. Uh, so pretty fried, but... Got to enjoy a really good weekend of NFL football. Uh, and we'll cron pot it. And we'll start out with the first game that kicked on Saturday, 4.30. Niners-Seahawks. Uh, basically, the question of... One of the biggest questions of this playoffs is what will Brock Purdy be able to do? Uh, because everything else tells you the 49ers are a Super Bowl team. Their win streak... They're facing the Seahawks in division. BBD already dropped. Uh, it's hard to beat the same team three times. Uh, looking forward to his Giants-Eagles matchup coming up. Spoilers. This was a game when you kind of thought it wasn't going to be. The Niners got out in front, and you're like, you're drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. Purdy did not look good early. And especially then it catches up with them. And then the Seahawks are doing the damn thing. They have the lead at halftime. 17 to 16. There's a couple games. We'll get to the Dolphins-Bills game in a little bit. But it kind of had the same energy that it was like, no way, right? Um, and luckily for Niners fans, it was no way. And the stuff that got highlighted, the Debo touchdown... Early Wake and Jake Bakers, remember my infatuation with Debo was forming. Uh, just the way he runs, I just I, I had the highlight just pop up in front of me, and it's he's mesmerizing, man. It's it's a little bit. You know how when quarterbacks scramble and it kind of looks different, it's like mm -hmm. a running back scrambling. But in a running back's body, and he's one of the best wide receivers in football. It's still nuts when it all comes together for him. McCaffrey is a freak. 15 for 119 on the ground. How hard that guy runs is nuts. Is nuts. And the Niners, man. 18-1 uh, and one at home. 18-1. and 8-1 and one at home coming into this game. Imagine. Would have been a hell of a leg up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think you need to be honest uh, about the Seahawks. Uh, DK Metcalf, nasty. He's had a couple huge playoff games and, and limited uh, playoff experience. 10 catches, 136 and 2. He's the only guy you really game plan for against that team. 
Uh, to be honest, Tyler Lockett always finds a way to get open here and there, but DK's the guy that can hurt you. Talent-wise, and I'll save some of this, I guess, in a positive light for the G-Men. I mean, the Seahawks. Geno Smith, who coming into the year, I mean, people... A lot of people probably would have thought Geno was, like, out mm-hmm. of, of, like, playing football. Like, even, even if you followed, you'd be like, well... You're like, oh, well, he's, he's a backup at this point. A nice one to have. Yeah, I mean, but... with, with Geno from the Jets... He had an awesome year, um, but Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, who's an okay young running back, but still, that's that's not lost a little steam from his early season breakout. On the other side of the field, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle, uh, you know, uh, Elijah Mitchell is a good running back. He just he doesn't get the ball a lot because there's there's a lot of other guys. Just doesn't matter, kind of. Ayuk, man. Ayuk I, cracks me up because I feel like he has these games. And yesterday, I mean, five, three catches for 73, uh, all, all big plays. Uh, I feel like there's three weeks a year when the other team clearly says, like, we're cutting down McCaffrey, Samuel, and Kittle. And then Ayuk's just open, and he has, I don't know, this year he had a couple huge days. He had two, two touchdown days. Um <laughs> like he was a he was a first round receiver. Yeah, like he was. It's like not supposed to be a surprise. Christian Kirk, who ended up on the Jaguars and was like a controversial offseason free agent signing. Like if those two guys both hit free agency at the same time, I think I think you take Ayuk. Um, Christian Kirk got the bag. Um, Niners end up rolling. The game was close through the halftime. Through the halftime, uh, Gino. Strip sack, INT, and that's... They would have had to play a perfect game. Uh, Brock Purdy, final line, 18 for 30. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Only got sacked once. Um, The more and more as the playoff picture starts to unfurl. Brock Purdy was the question. It looked like he had a little bit of playoff legs. Looked like he shook it off. Uh, And the Niners roll. They win 41 23, they cover, which means a lot to a lot of different people. And especially at the DraftKings Sportsbook, I was giving out some Giants winners yesterday. BBD said he's got a little DraftKings story. DraftKings, they are going to be rolling on to the divisional round, some people's favorite weekend of football of the year. And with DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, you can bet $5 and get 200 and free Bonus bets instantly for new customers. R- former roommate Jeff, Floorball Jeff, mm-hmm. as some of you may know, downloaded the DraftKings app this weekend. Saquon, two touchdowns hit. Now he's all about it. He's mm-hmm. rich now, so we'll never see him again. Um, oh, that's that's really nice to hear. Yeah. So <laughs> download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BAKERS. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BAKERS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. What was uh what was your story, Beebs? You know, did did one of those. It's kind of a I guess it's a Jimmy style bet, just parlay a bunch of things pretty likely to happen. Go grab some some minimum overs. Sure. I was uh, and we we fell into that formula a little bit last year. It's like pick a guy to score, pick a winner, grab a couple 
minimum passing minimal yards. passing yards or, or receiving yards. And I was prepared to be kind of upset because the guy I picked to score, I picked a Daniel Jones touchdown. They had one wiped off the board. Mm. And then uh, I was prepared to be mad about that. Then I was like, oh, Richie James, four yards short of his minimum that I was excited about because he was down the stretch like a consistent like 45 yards, just always getting those third downs guy. Uh, and I, he, that role just never fully happened yesterday. I finished with 31 when I needed 35. And I was going to be really mad about those two things being what caught me short. And then I was like, oh, Justin Jefferson had 47 yards, and that was nowhere near the line mm. I had on him. So I'm okay. So just a miss. Just just a miss. Just a but I had miss. like seven things, and the others all hit. It was, uh, for some reason, I mean, it was a Talking Giants watch party. I shouldn't say for some reason, but the popular... Bet was Saquon to score yesterday, so a lot of the, a lot of the people were hype about that. Uh, but we'll get there in a minute. First, we got to chew through my Jaguars versus my Chargers in what looked like it was going to be horrific. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, evolving, came together. They win the pseudo playoff game last week, right? Oh boy. Uh, Three interceptions, basically as quick as you can do them. Um, and man, you're like, I think everyone, it wasn't a consensus, but we know the deal. The Chargers are super talented. You've, you've heard my full turn on Staley. I've loved Herbert. Uh, that whole roster, I, it's, we do it with baseball a lot. I, you know, the, if the Texas Rangers were the Boston Red Sox, I think there'd be a ton of Red Sox hype. There's not really a lot of Texas Rangers hype. Everyone's like, let's see. They I, should be better this year. They'll but. be better. Uh, the Chargers, and, you know, they, they have this stigma to them a little bit. I mean, going back to Phillip Rivers and a, and a couple of those teams, it, it always just kind of felt underachieving. It feels like we've always liked the Chargers. Um, the Chargers go up. 27 to nothing in Duval. And man, with how bad Trevor Lawrence looked and, you know, that we're talking, <laughs> going back to the talent conversation, tying it to the Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jags, Jags. Um, you know, Austin Eckler might be number one fantasy pick next year. He's, he's pretty well known. In the football realm for what he's done. He wasn't flashy for a long time, but he's, you know, he's kind of a stud. Justin Herbert, uh, people drool over him. I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, Keenan Allen, you've known him for a while. Mike Williams didn't play because he got hurt in a game that didn't matter mm -hmm. for the Chargers last week. Um, and they, they've got a ton of dudes on defense where the Jags, Trevor Lawrence has evolved and him and Etienne, uh, running back their teammates at Clemson so you kind of know that Evan Ingram I mean some recycled Giants good although he puts up a big game I just talked about Christian Kirk uh a guy who felt like the third receiver in Arizona like uh, a good Arizona offense Zay Jones is kind of a retread Marvin Jones Jr. how about that um Still going that you're doing like, uh, all right, well, this was the playoffs. Maybe it's Herbert season, and let's uh, we'll get the Chargers hype train going. 
another sports gambling story. I mentioned that I, I was with a group of guys drinking all weekend, so there was a lot of sports bets placed. All the boys were jagging off. We placed... I I hit the Jaguars when they were down... Uh, what was it? 24 nothing. A couple other fellas got it there. Momentum's a real thing in sports, and the Jaguars... At home, scoring a touchdown before the end of the half was massive. It was a sign of hope. It was, okay, we can do this. It's not going to be a complete melt from Trevor Lawrence. But it was, it was is it going to be enough? They stop him. Um, first drive out of the half. Uh, Chargers ball. They get stopped. 14-play drive. Touchdown for the Jaguars. Chargers get a field goal. Five plays. Touchdown. Missed field goal for the Chargers. 14 plays. Touchdown. It's 30-28. to 28. That was it. Jaguars put the final drive together. Chargers three plays, five yards to get stopped again. My goodness, including a sack. Jags come down, kick the field goal. We live in a time of NFL offense that Basically, records will be broken. We saw it on Thanksgiving. Uh, literally the biggest comeback in NFL history. Um, that 27 points is just, it's... You Can't know, let up. Back in the day when you when you handed off to Jerome Bettis two out of three plays or Emmett Smith, yeah, we were chewing clock. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't ripping off those big boy plays. It's a different sport now. Uh, it feels like any number is kind of in reach. And it was in a playoff game. Uh, Staley, he had a couple moments in this game. I, and I think the bigger thing and where I, I get to take a little bit of a victory lap on this is just... Uh, players know. Players are smart. They shouldn't have been playing last week. Mike Williams should have been out there. One of the, like... You can't do an argument for best receiver in football, but one of the bigger, like, freak show bail you out wide receivers in football, like, if everything's locked up and that guy's in one-on-one or even not one-on-one, you yeah, throw it up there. Chance. He's pulled some stuff down, man. That guy wasn't on the field with this team, and as that momentum starts to go and go and go, um, Trevor Lawrence gets a little more confidence. Duval's rocking. Uh, and they get it done. And, uh, man, happy for the Jaguars. Uh, happy for myself with the Brandon Staley stuff because I, you know, for some of the football stuff, as I told you guys, like, I don't know. I'm, it's a lot, I shouldn't say it's a lot more fan perspective because that's also what we're doing in baseball. But have a little better grasp, grasp of, playing and pitch sequencing than, you know, NFL play calling. And, and that's just my experience. I don't know, man. I, I just kind of had the, you guys know him as my shower thoughts. I think there's going to be an argument in a few years. It's how much I like Herbert. And he missed a couple throws. And, you know, he had the rib thing earlier in the year. He, he shouldn't go fully unscathed from this. Or at least let's see what happens next. I think there's going to be a time when we look back at Brandon Staley and we're just like, that dude was not it. 
Because the Chargers' talent is flat out there. And when I was putting all that in the blender, uh, it came back to one thing, and it was Staley. And I, I, I don't know. I, I think the spotlight is obviously going to be on him now more than ever, blowing a huge, huge playoff lead. Uh, and good for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags as they continue to build up the program there. Tough matchup for them next week. Uh going to Kansas City. But, um, you know, the Chargers on paper, if they were playing Kansas City, I think we'd be like, yeah, like they, they, they can go, go shot. They go toe-to-toe with them. Jaguars kind of can't. I mean, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Blah, blah, blah. We get it. One game. Bills, Dolphins. Sure. Chargers, man. Um, ugh. The boys had a good time, though. We won some money uh, on that one. And that's... That for you. That was the other kind of nice thing of this weekend. Uh, outside of Bills, outside of Bills Dolphins and New York Giants, because at this point I do have a bias. The weekend played out pretty true to what I what I had thought or kind of believed. Uh, I mean, we'll get to Bengals Baltimore at the end. That that one. As I alluded to, a lot of old divisional stuff there and guys that have bumped heads a lot, and, and that game could have gone either way, and it, it looked like it was heading one way until absolute chaos, which hmm. I've got a fun story fun story about that. Coming Let's up. go on. What's coming up? Coming up. Let's go on to Sunday. Um, again, body falling apart on the line. Uh, and we start out. Dolphins Bills, and this is the one I alluded to that I, this was the this was the one that was kind of different from the script. I guess tonight's game. I also don't know the script. We talked about it a lot. Brady and the Bucks and the Cowboys. We'll see Cowboys what happens. Their there. first playoff game of a season. Fun. Hmm. Dolphins Bills. Dolphins playing with their seventh round quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Hmm. Um, Bills. The whole storyline that's been there. Uh, DeMar Hamlin was not in the building. I, I assumed he would be. That's fine. Um, get better, obviously. Um, I don't know. That bills, bills go up 14-0. And you're like, this is what I expected. It was a 13-point spread. You know, how, how ugly is this going to get? Credit to the Dolphins, man. Uh, easily the most counted out team this weekend. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, we're you're on a third-string quarterback uh, playing against probably the favorite, the Super Bowl favorites coming into the year who, you know, 13-3. and three, They've Their storyline is obviously intense and, you know, not a storyline they asked for, but it's, it's part of their season now. Bills, 17-0 after they kicked the field goal. And Miami... Field goal, field goal, interception, touchdown. It's 20, it's 17 to 17. The Bills do flex part of the reason they're so special. They get the ball back six plays uh, in 29 seconds to get a field goal to keep the lead. I do think that was massive for them. And I don't want to say it ends up being the difference because obviously the the game plays out to the score a little bit. Fumble touchdown coming out of the half. The Dolphins are up 24 to 20. Everyone was just kind of looking around like this. 
this isn't how the script works, right? This we're not doing this. No, right? We're not. We're not doing this, man. Uh, and we ended up not. It wasn't pretty. I mean, the Dolphins end up scoring a, a nice 11, 11 play drive, finished by uh, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. But then we've got three straight punts. Dolphins have it back. They lose it on downs. That's the end of the game. But, man, this was the one that was off script or felt like off script this weekend from what you thought the script could be. You have to give a little credit to the Dolphins. A lot of the gossip at the bar, and, again, guys drinking and sports gambling, was that the, uh, the Bills, sports gambling-wise, had felt underwhelming to a few of my buddies this year. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of big spreads when, when you're one of the elite teams like that. Uh, I think there was a little bit of divisional, Skylar Thompson. This, <laughs> this game is not what the Bills' season is about anymore, especially as we get uh, the bills Bengals game next week. I mean, my goodness. Talk about your NFL scripts. Uh, this was the one that was off. I... Uh, you guys know I was tough on Tua and the Dolphins this year. Uh, obviously not going to take a victory lap on Skylar Thompson, the seventh-round pick, losing to Buffalo. Um, the fight they showed in this game was impressive. McDaniel as a head coach is an absolute win. Uh, and by this point, like, I'm rooting for Tua. I, I mean, the, you know, the concussion stuff and the way he got beat up, I uh, knock on wood, hope he's back, and hope, hope I can be more wrong on that next year. Uh, but for now, the Bills advanced. Uh, but yeah, you kind of thought the the whole playoffs was going to get jacked up by that because you know we've done we've done all of this now. We've done the neutral home field. If they get to the Chiefs, we're getting the Bengals game. Felt like the script was broken for a little bit. Bills move on, which brings us to Mister Purple. Uh, that was the bar in New York City that the Talking Giants watch party was at. Uh, it's a good time, good setup. It's kind of like a, I think it's normally like a cool boy bar. Uh, like there's, like it's a, it's a fun young bar. I think there's right? a pool there and stuff that, like, I think you know, if you were young and young and in the city, you might end up there on a Friday or Saturday night, uh, Sunday night in the winter. You know, basically we had the space. Two hundred big night for them, I guess. Two hundred people or so. Uh, really awesome, good people, uh, and yeah, I mean it's um. You know, some nervous energy. We we did it with our Yankees live streams, and you're like, I hope we get a good game. Hope they win. Uh, I mean, my God, we had the Guardians walk off. Hmm. That was crazy against Clark Schmidt. Yes. Um, and the talent thing that I'm, again, circling, circling on. The New York Giants and the Vikings played a game that was close. The Giants, talent-wise... <laughs> I mean, the Vikings' talent with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Hawkinson, Thielen, I mean, that's closer to the Niners. The Giants, I mean, that's, that's closer to your Seahawks. I, I mean... They, get, they have Saquon, and then, uh, yeah, then it's... Uh, yeah. And I mean, this, the Saquon thing we talked about a little bit, I mean, this is, you know, year five now? Like, at yes. 2018, he was drafted. Um that, yeah, I mean, Saquon, the thighs coming out of Penn State, what a freak. Like, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, I shouldn't say newer NFL fans, but 
there's some people that don't remember what Saquon was when he initially came out and was this special, different running back in a time when <laughs> a lot of people said you don't take a running back. Yeah. People like kind of forget that, uh, like, obviously you can debate taking him second, but like it, it worked. Like he was being very special in the NFL pre-injury. Hodgins, Slayton, Richie James, Daniel Bellinger. Um, I love Dayball, and we were kind of going to find out, right? Uh, Vikings tall head coach, Kevin O'Connell. I said I'd call him his name because uh, he was just too tall and handsome. They earned the credit. Uh, they marched down the field opening drive, and it's kind of like, okay, you know, the Vikings that have been one of the most debated teams in football this year, 13-4, and four, uh, minus point differential, winning all the close games. You got to give them credit for winning games, right? Like, it's, this is the NFL. Everyone was kind of on the scent that they were not who we thought they were, but, man, a 12-play drive to open up. Just, like, very easy third-down conversions in Minnesota. Giants march back down. Same thing. Ends with Saquon, 28-yard rush. Mr. Purple's going bananas. The boys believe three three and done. They get the ball back. Four plays. Hodgins from Danny Dimes. It's 14-7. 17-7. Vikes get the touchdown before the half. 17-14. Again, nervous energy, a lot of Giants fans. A, the fact that you're in it, you know, people were feeling that. Because there's a chance, right? Like, there's, we could have easily come in and you're saying, Vikings are up 24-7 to at the half. Justin Jefferson had better. two scores. Um, you know, that's in Minnesota. There's a, Giants had a fumble, and that, that could have been it. That, was, that could have easily been the story. They get the ball to start the second half, and they drive down for another touchdown. Danny Dimes to Bellinger. Daniel Jones looked very good all day. Um, you know, I, a lot of people that aren't as close to the situation, I had some of my buddies joking. You know, I have a, a group of friends in Oklahoma. I call them my Oklahoma friends. Uh, that they were all very impressed by Daniel Jones. I, you know, I, everyone has the image of Daniel Jones as like, ah, kind of not that good. You know, he's, he is an athlete. Like, when he runs and he had that one stiff arm, I mean, that had the place going bananas. Uh, that's when you realize football people are different. Uh, the crowd was getting rowdy. That being said, it's tied at 24. The Giants do it again, and they drive 12 plays Another touchdown, Saquon second. Mentioned roommate Jeff. DraftKings on the board with that. Uh, and then the defense holds. And everyone, as this game build, and coming into it, the Giants had no injury report. Everyone was all hype about that. They're going to have dudes on defense. This defense might look better than it had. Um, man, you know, Kirk's. Kirk's stat line ends up looking okay. 31 to 39. Two touchdowns. No INTs. Uh, but it's the thing with Kirk Cousin that sometimes the numbers can lie a little bit. And if you see him on fourth down, throwing to the tight end in the flat, when you need a fourth and eight when your season on the line, I mean, 
As a Vikings fan, that's got to drive you insane. Insane. Because it just never had a chance. Um, I think this is a credit to Brian Dable, the Giants coaching staff. It was the perfect, you talk about the perfect draw. The Vikings, I mean, they're, they're not a 13-4 and four team. And everyone was on it all year. And I, again, given myself some pats on the bat today. Everything ended up leveling out this year. The teams that you thought, the Vikings, kind of the Dolphins. You know, Dolphins had more injury stuff. But all year, the debate was they're, you know, the Vikings. People were like, I don't, I don't they're think. They're not this good. They're not, they're not that. And they're not. You're right. <laughs> like, like, like coming into the year, they were like the fun like oh yeah, if it clicks, they'll be they'll be a team you don't want to face in the playoffs. But and that's the other team was the Eagles, who you know they still look like they are the guys. We'll find out. Uh, as I was doing playoff storylines, I mean, you know, Jalen Hurts and the boys got to go out and win some big ones now, especially as they will face the G Men. Uh, the Giants win. Uh, awesome scene in Mr. Purple. Happy for the talking Giants guys. Go listen to them. I know I've been teasing Panic for a little while. We definitely need to get him. Maybe we'll even find some time tomorrow to to carve something out. Uh, happy for them. They've been in the grind for a while uh, for some bad Giants teams. The New York Giants win a playoff game this year. Uh, everyone kind of assumed it was going to be Danny, Danny Dimes last year. They declined the option. What's going to happen with Saquon? For now, we don't care. Isaiah Hodgins, 8 for 105 and a touchdown. What he's been doing recently I have to eat some crow on that. I I was telling Giants fans, go get a wide receiver because you might get a playoff matchup with the Vikings and you might be able to win a playoff game this year. They didn't need it. They didn't need it. Uh, interested to see what happens with tall, handsome Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell next um, and Kirk and just what what comes of the Vikings. You're not going to shoot down there 13 and four years, a failure, but... What we thought would happen in the playoffs ended up happening in the playoffs. Um, so sorry to sorry to my Vikings fans, but a lot of Giants fans around us these days. Uh, pretty unreal to see. Pretty unreal to see. Kenobio having a good time. Always does. Always. Joe's Lou. I thought I saw Lou Dabbing. Lou Dab was, was dabbing. Um, <laughs> And again, potential scripts. I mentioned, you know, this this game could have easily went the other way, but this kind of played out the what the giant script would be to win with maybe a little boost. The offense was good, good. I mean, like the on the had across not, the board, especially specifically Daniel Jones and Saquon played like a perfect game on offense they, as, as you can get. Wasn't their whole thing they hadn't scored 30 points? And they yeah, it was like 3 years or something since the last time they scored 30 points. They did a couple weeks ago. They, they did it in the playoff clincher. In the playoff game in Minnesota, maybe if you believe in other sports stuff, New York and Minnesota, Vikings mm. 41 nothing. There's a lot of talk about that beforehand. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a Kirk Cousins and a Vikings team that didn't it feel like 13-4? and four? There was a little bit of blood in the water. And Dayball's a flat-out dude. Like, he is climbing the head coaching rankings. Look, Daniel Jones was looked at as, like, done. Broken. Like, oh, not I'm good. 
Like he was, he was looking like he was heading towards being a career backup. Yeah, like like he can stick around as a backup, right? Because he could come bright, in, he could. He's run a bright a guy, bit. and he's got some tools. So nice fella. If someone gets hurt on your team, you you can give it to him. No, he's good with a little bit of good coaching. Yeah, talk yourself into. I mean, for next, they're still playing, so not still even playing. not even talking about next year. But I'm talking about next. Talk yourself into if they draft another receiver, trade for. Hopkins or whoever you get real real tools around them with this coaching staff don't lose Mike Kafka um mm. get to a very very fun place 301 yards two touchdowns no interceptions 17 carries for 78 yards I mean that's that's a big boy game like he's and the, I think if you'll I've never gone and looked specifically at his rushing game logs but he's got He's closer to more of those than than I think anybody wants to give him credit for. He's a very very smart, very good runner. I mean, this is a this is a Josh Thank Allen dude. game. Like the Josh Allen game who Dayball coached him up. Um, his his tools are I think closer to a Josh Allen than than anyone ever would give him credit for. I'm not saying he's that. Right. But no, I closer mean, to that than anyone. He doesn't have the power running like Allen has, anyone but he ready has, for that. He has more speed than um, and when he's throwing the ball like that. Uh, and just frankly, not the shit talk the Vikings mm. while they're while they're. It was nice to be on the other end of like a not just straight up bad team making just weird choices. Yeah, like that that third down Cousins play pass play is the one that sticks out the most. Tough. But that's uh. But there were a few of those. There's like. That's what they, that's what they ran. Yeah, that's what that's the play they picked. And I haven't been on that side of like a team that's supposed to be mm. good doing something like that. And I don't know when. That you play was, bad teams and that happens. Uh, uh, Lou or Joe's was very much saying the game was over after that play, the the third and one. Like, as long as we don't fuck that up after, like some sometimes football can be not as complicated as give it to Dalvin Cook because he's good. Um, the last game, and like I mentioned, basically a, a couple-day bender. Uh, Giants win. We're celebrating. You know, the, the tech guys are cleaning up rounds and pounds. Uh, me and Jeffrey, former roommate Jeff, we hit the streets. There's a karaoke place. We stopped in there. Nice. Uh, Sung Ming Kim was there. Wow. How about that? Just happened to run into him? Just happened to run into him. Um, That's great. And then we heard some people were going to a Bengals bar, Phoebe's, which I'm familiar with. I, it's a, I know it as a kid's bar. If, if you're young and chasing the night, uh, I know a lot of people have ended up at Phoebe's before. Apparently, it's a big Bengals bar. Me and former roommate Jeff walked in right as the 98-yard fumble recovery touchdown mm. was happening that just changed the whole scope of that game. Um, and, man. I haven't seen one like that. I mean, brutal. Uh, like I said, with division game, I mean, this game was 10-9 to at the half. Bengals, Ravens, there, there's some things about sports that I think when I originally started doing Wagon Jake, I started talking myself into it. 
you believe in stuff. And like this division, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Steelers, it's always like almost that scary level of physical that we don't like in football anymore. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's like guys biting ankles and like be careful over the middle. Like it's it's that level somehow um, in today's NFL. And man, for the Ravens who have been without Lamar Jackson for over a month, this is a Huntley game. You guys have kind of schemed up. You know, it's it's 17 to 17. You're driving to have that play go like that as he tries to go over the top. Ball gets poked out. There's nobody back there. The Bengals are running wild. Hubbard, who's like so beloved in that town, being the guy. Phoebes uh, went nuts. Um, nobody else. I thought I was seeing some John Boy Media people there. Nobody else was there except Mitch. Big Bengals. I, I was fan. like, I thought I saw him at a uh, Bengals Mars. Is there another one? So we, I don't know. We were kind of just like huddled together way too tight for a little bit. Uh, and then got scared and got out of there. So I'm going to be honest with you. Don't have the kind of analysis I'd like for Bengals Ravens coming off a long weekend and a long day. Um, but, uh, again, where if that goes slightly different, I, I've been on a big... Joe Burrow kick recently. Um, like the Bengals are 12 and four. Two of those losses were the first two weeks of the season and they weren't taking games seriously. Um, they openly talked about that. I've been doing in my head, uh, should Joe Burrow and Josh Allen like be more of a discussion? Like everyone fell in love with Josh Allen because he's a freak and he was kind of the guy that looked like he was rivaling Mahomes. Burrow... I've done it with LSU, and go back. It wasn't Coach O. It was a lot of Burrow, Jefferson, Chase. Uh, like They had a ton of dudes on that team, but Burrow, he was a quarterback. He goes on. He takes the Bengals. LSU, who, they're a good college program. I mean, they, you know, they show up in a national title every decade or so, but he's the reason for that one. The Bengals are we're a laughing stock. Like the Ocho Cinco Hushmanzada years were were fun, but yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals couple couple one and done in the playoff years in there when they were like like kind of competent, but the Bungles, yeah. man. I mean, they're like a really good really good NFL team now, um, and now they are going to face off Burrow versus Allen. And that was kind of going to be my thing. It was going into the DeMar Hamlin game that if the Bengals won that game, which who knows, it was in Buffalo. They're both two good teams. I guess I guess we're going to find out with bigger stakes that Joe Burrow would have like a fantastic argument for being better than Josh Allen. And nobody says that. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying that. But if we're adding more stuff to the recipe here, Brian Dayball, Pretty good coach. We all just agreed on that. He used to be the coach in Buffalo. Offensive head coach. Uh, Josh Allen and the boys. You know, tough weekend. Not as clean versus Miami. But like I said, they're, they're looking at bigger things. I don't know. If Joe Burrow and the Bengals go into Buffalo and win next weekend, like put those two resumes down and... You know, Burrow, Burrow would have him beat. Uh, so, 
That hasn't happened yet. And the Bengals could have lost this game to Tyler Huntley, where <laughs> then my Joe Burrow speech would have felt very differently, right? Um, Bengals win. Fun weekend of football. Uh, still a little, still one more game of it. Still one more tonight. I still don't know what I feel. Just looking at the eight and nine bucks, but it's in Tampa. And either way, I, I was going to see if I, could, if I could sniff out some NFL funny business of what's supposed to happen. The winner of this game faces the 49ers, who, you know, an iconic NFL team, 90s dynasty. There's, you'll, you run into a lot of Niners fans. The color scheme works. They're good. Dallas Cowboys, America's team. I mean, Cowboys, Niners. There's nostalgia there. There's everything. Tom Brady, whole thing is the Niners, and he was supposed to end up there, and he's always been a Niners guy. So the NFL's already got that on lock. Either way, they're, they're cool with this. They're having a good time. Um, it's just really, have the Bucks been saving anything all year? I mean, after the speeches I just gave about the Vikings and the Dolphins, I guess my heart would have to tell me the Cowboys have to be better than that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Interested to see what you've got in store for us tonight, NFL. It was a good weekend. Saw some, just a lot of, a lot of Cowboys commiserating after the Giants win. I saw on Twitter where people like, well, Cowboys were like actually good, and they have to face Tom Brady and yeah, the Giants were they were they were throwing mid allegations out there, and they they luck into Minnesota. And that's just sports. Hey, it's a little bit playing the result, I think. But is there not an argument? If you ask teams, would you rather play in Tampa versus Tom Brady and the eight and nine bucks, or would you rather face the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins? I think it's open to discussion, which for a 13 and four team and an eight and nine team, it should not be. I think it is. Um, and there is like the the Buccaneers are a veteran enough team that that like can happen, and they like you they figure it out as the year goes on. Like kind of did. I guess they didn't never fully went because they still finished below five hundred. But were they just, building? You just trust them. Were they building up for something? It, it hasn't felt like it at all. Uh, but now they're here. But now they're here. Um, a team that lost a really. What ended up being a close game to the Rams last year before they went on their run. By the way, I guess I'll just let this out. Trevor Plouffe was playing tennis with Stafford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? They're just very close. They're just tennis buddies. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I think we'll end it. Um... A lot of football. There wasn't too much baseball news. We are doing a talking baseball. We'll see you guys over there. And we'll see you uh, in the middle of this week with some baseball and some football as we run into another good weekend of it. I'm going to go sleep. Bye.